I remember the first time that I stepped into a real leadership position. It was kind of like being an astronaut. I felt like I was getting on a rocket ship and was going to blast off to a planet, a place where I could do my leadership stuff, make a difference, change people's lives. It's like being in that rocket ship and heading towards the moon and it's getting closer and closer and closer. And then something happens and that dream, that vision starts to get further away. And I find myself just getting pulled and sucked by a force that I don't really understand. And that force is the black hole of urgency that consumes us as leaders and pulls us further from the dreams we had of making a difference and improving people's lives. But it doesn't have to be that way. Today, we're going a little bit deeper into that space journey and taking a closer look at this thing we're calling the black hole of urgency. This fall, I had planned to focus on two big ideas. The first one being the instructional leadership team and how you build that instructional leadership team in order to create that flywheel effect. Remember the flywheel effect is when we deliver professional development to teachers, we follow that PD up with targeted observations, we take the observation data and then use that to plan the next cycle of professional development. When we do that over and over again, we create an organization in which teaching is always getting better, teaching is always improving, and that in turn increases the opportunities and quality of education for students. So those are the core practices of, of school improvement is that flywheel. The heart of that flywheel is the instructional leadership team. So that was one of the two big foci for my fall content map. The other one was early career teachers. And you've hopefully been hearing me bang the drum about the need to change the way we approach supporting our early career teachers. What I had really wanted to do then was to dig into some of those details of how you build and how you structure your instructional leadership team and do that specific to focusing on early career teachers. So when we we're talking about teacher observation or teacher professional development, my plan was to look at a small snippet of professional development that was really specific to the needs of early career teachers and then that we would follow up with observations in those early career teacher classrooms and then plan that next round of PD to support those early career teachers. I think this was a brilliant idea. Unfortunately, it's not working. How do I know it's not working? Because I have evidence. So part of laying the foundation for this fall content was developing a document that we called 10 ways in 10 days which were 10 10 minute activities that you could do with your beginning teachers in the first two weeks of school so 10 minutes a day for two weeks with your new teachers that's 100 minutes 
There's nothing magical about the 10 activities that you would do, except that together they would hit the three most critical needs that new teachers are facing. Number one, classroom management. Number two, managing the curriculum. And number three, most importantly, building relationships with their school leaders. So these 10 activities would take care of those three things. In our Apex community, I set up a 10-day challenge to members and said, okay, let's, let's really focus on this. I want each of you to make sure that you do one of these activities each day with your new teacher or teachers, and then we'll come back into the community and we'll talk about it and we'll unpack, uh, unpack it, and then we'll build for there built from there. And I thought, wow, this is going to, this is going to be great. So we went to two weeks. I had discussion threads all set up. I was planning on a follow-up webinar or coaching call. And at the end of two weeks, I had one post, one post. Uh, Shout out to you, Maria. Thank you. So what happened? This was a great idea. And and all the feedback I got from people about the 1010 when I shared it with them was that it was a great idea, great activities, but nobody executed. Why? Well, you probably already know the answer to that, right? Because everybody's too busy. Going back to that front end little space story, it's that black hole of urgency. It's that gravitational pull that's drawing people away from what really should be those priorities, developing your instructional leadership team and supporting your new teachers. This got me to really, really thinking about the work I do and how I'm supporting you. And if I can't help you, to invest 10 minutes a day with your new teachers, then there's something wrong with the way I'm trying to help you. And I, I thinking about what I do as kind of a, a solar system. So my son is helping you live and lead better. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And for me to do that, I've got to be able to pull you into my orbit. So I've got that son of live and lead better. And then I've got you can think of maybe four planets, right? My four planets are focus on purpose, solve problems, not symptoms, make incremental progress rather than big change, and the most important planet is people, people over tasks. And if I can get you into the orbit and onto one of those planets, now you're in my solar system and I can help you live and lead better. But what's happening is I'm trying to pull you into my solar system. You're being pulled into that black hole of gravity. Thus the space analogy. This is a real challenge. And it's not a challenge because I want to influence you or I want you to follow me. The challenge is more fundamental to how do we create great schools? When we go back to this idea of working with our early career teachers, what could possibly be more important than working with your beginning teachers? Outside of safety, we have to keep everyone safe. But outside of that, 
what can be more important. And it's not a matter of time. It's not a matter of time. When it comes to your teachers, time is going to be consumed. It can be consumed in two ways. You can spend time or you can invest time. When you spend time on a new teacher, what you're doing, you're spending time dealing with discipline issues coming from that classroom. You're spending time talking to parents who are upset because things aren't going well in that classroom. And then you're spending time trying to recruit a new teacher the next year because that teacher failed. So it's not an option that you're gonna have time that gets consumed working with teachers. You can spend it in the ways we just talked about, or you can invest it. You can invest that time by establishing a relationship. You can invest that time by engaging in coaching. You can invest that time by setting up opportunities for that teacher to learn from their peers and and other people and grow. So time is going to happen. Time is going to be consumed, but you can either spend it or invest it. The problem is when we're sucked in that black hole, we are always going to be spending time. We're not going to be able to invest time. Two weeks ago, I reached out to people on my daily email list and I asked them to give me some feedback on four questions. The fourth question is, if I could gift you two hours every week, how would you use that time to improve your organization? Before I share with you some of the answers that I received, I'd like you to think about that. If you had two extra hours every week, how would you use that time to improve your school? Okay, now that you've had a chance to sit with that, here's what some of the people that wrote me back said. Here are a couple of the answers. I would build capacity for my role not to be centralized in one person. Learning how to lead or communicate more effectively so that my team's thought process and my thought process were more aligned, we would be rock stars. I would talk with staff about how to make things run a bit better from from years past. I would ask, what can I do to make your job a bit easier? I would use it as one-on-one time to meet with staff and students to simply listen to them and allow them to see me as human. Coaching members of our staff. I would participate in professional development to know how to be the best leader I can be. So all of these folks, given two extra hours a week, would invest that time in building their capacity or building the capacity of others. That's how we build a better organization. Is there any way, any way to substantially improve your school without building the capacity of the other leaders and teachers around you? Is there a way to make your school better without building your own leadership capacity? I don't think so. 
In fact, I think all the new programs that we run in, the new curriculum, we're going to bring in Calkins Reading, we've got a new math textbook, uh, we've got all these great programs that do benchmarks, assessments. That's all wasted. If we don't have great leaders and we don't have teachers that are continually growing and can execute, it doesn't matter what opportunities we have out there for them. We have got to grow our teachers above all else. So here I am up on my soapbox being pretty strongly vocal about urging you to invest in building your own capacity, invest in building your teachers. But you can't do that right now because you're caught in the gravitational pull of the black hole of the urgent. You can't manage your way out because when we usually think about managing, we're thinking about managing time. And you know from experience that managing your time or trying to manage your time better is not the way out. Time management is not the way to escape the black hole because time is not the problem. So, where is this leading? I'm going to ask you to help me help you. Help me help you escape that gravitational pull of the urgent. Help me help you come into my orbit where we can invest our time talking about learning about how to support our teachers, how to grow our instructional leadership team instead of constantly fighting the urgent. On September 22nd from 7 to 8.30 Eastern Daylight Time, I'll be hosting a webinar titled Escaping the Black Hole of the Urgent. This is almost a free webinar. It's not going to cost you any money, but the webinar is open only to subscribers of Quadrant 2. Remember, Quadrant 2 is our microjournal. It comes out two to three issues per month, and so you'll need to sign up to subscribe to Quadrant 2 in order to register for the webinar. The other thing that the webinar will cost you is an investment of 90 minutes of your time. So free webinar, subscribe to Quadrant 2, and invest 90 minutes of your time. And here are the four things that we'll be able to do. First, you're going to learn what the real problem is. And understanding the real problem is going to allow you to start to approach your work differently. Those two things added together basically allow you to kind of turn your rocket ship around. And instead of continuing to plummet into the black hole, you're going to be able to get your ship turned around and facing the right direction. Then we'll learn some strategies for being strategically reactive. And by being strategically reactive, we're going to be able to lessen the pull of the black hole on us. And then we'll go over one or two proactive strategies that you can use to start to accelerate your way away from that black hole and get back to that leadership mission, that leadership dream that you have. So I hope you head over to my website, frederickbuskey.com backslash quadrant two. 
That will take you to the Quadrant 2 page where there's a big button and you can subscribe to Quadrant 2. And then registration opens on Friday, September 9th. We'll send an email out to the, to the uh, Quadrant 2 subscriber list and you guys can get that link and sign up for the webinar. So that's September 22nd, 7 to 8.30 Eastern Daylight Time. Head over to frederickbuskey.com backslash quadrant two, register for the micro journal, and we will send you links to register for that webinar. I hope you'll join me. I, I'm not selling anything. I am trying to solve a problem for you so that you and I can do more meaningful work together. Okay, that wraps up today's episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm Frederick Buskey, and I hope you'll join me next time. Cheers. <music>